that's the creative spirit. That's the, that's the artist spirit. It's, it is, uh, it is a light in the dark, you know, and, and the artist can't be that light in the dark unless they know the dark too, unless mm-hmm. they know that it exists and they're, and they're honest about that and they're truthful about it and say, yes, I see all of it and I feel all of it. And I get beaten down and, and, and depressed and by this stuff too. But as you're saying, like, but I'm not going to stay here because there's something in me that knows that this is not really the truth of who we are. This is not the final word Mm. on who we are as human beings. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby-Cook and Evan Schulte. Identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Welcome, everybody. We're getting into a pretty... Well, I don't know a heavy one, if uh, if it's a heavy one, but you know something that I think that uh, that being a human being in this world is not always easy, and we are constantly, especially today, we are just being hit, battered really, over the head constantly by the shit that is going on in the world, and scientifically they say we're we're not as human beings weird. We were not built to take in the amount of shit that we we take in the amount of violent images we see the amount of just horridness that we get shoved through our eyeballs and earballs um all the time uh but anyhow all of that stuff uh you know affects us and uh it's easy to become disheartened discouraged um feeling kind of like what is even the point, you know, of, you know, doing this thing that you're doing if you're an artist, you know, like where it's, it's the, because the, that pursuit itself can provide enough challenges as it is. And then you just pile that other element on and it just, it just can become overwhelming. So we've sort of tentatively called this might be the the what we end up calling the this episode, but we've tentatively want to make sure I enunciated it that time. Uh, what will you do despite it all? Uh, I think that this is a pretty important question for for us to ask. I I, I think that it's one that I in some form ask it of myself. Um, when I'm mindful enough in times when I'm feeling kind of down about the world and, and things that are going on is just like, okay, well, there's all of this stuff that's happening, but what will you do despite it all? What will you do? What will I do? What, what, what do I want to do in the world, in my corner of the world? Um, even with all of that going on, you know, what is important enough for me to still do? despite all that shit. Not that we won't still get kind of, you know, grabbed and thrown under the thrown under the waves again from time to time by it all, but, you know, what is that true north 
you know, what is that anchor point? How do we continue on with passion and, and, um, and enthusiasm in our lives? So this is the conversation that, uh, I believe we are about to endeavor upon Brandon. What do you got to say to, uh, to set this one up? Well, I like that intro. That was, that was a nice way to open this one up. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think with life, there's, there's, uh, there's so much stuff that comes up and it's, it's hard sometimes to navigate how you feel with certain things. Um, you might not like them and you can't control them. There's nothing you can really do about them. You just have to kind of learn how to learn how to deal with them, process them. And I think during uh, whatever challenge you're facing, you know, you can go through all sorts of, um, you know, things like anger and frustration and anxiety and stress and all of this. And I mean, we had a nice talk leading up to this and just kind of working some of that out, but it's like, what is your true North? What is the thing that really um, makes life feel meaningful and purposeful and fulfilling? And you got to try to keep keep yourself directed towards that North for you, whatever that is. You know, I know for me, it's like, I want to create and I want to be in nature and I want to be around animals. I want to read great novels and I want to learn interesting things about how to do stuff that builds my skill level because not because I care about being better, but just because I think it's fun to learn how to do new things. And, and that you know, when I keep going back to that, you know, I want, I want love and connection and, and honesty and truth. And, you know, um, you know, and sometimes I think also when you're going through challenges in life, you're actually given the gifts that you asked for, but you just don't see it yet. And that's something to sometimes take pause and try to rec recognize that, you know, like, um, you know, maybe if you're going through a challenge, um, maybe it's actually a chance to you to get back to that, get back to nature, get back to love, get back to creativity, right? Um, the very thing that makes you feel like it's pulling you away gives you the reason why you need it so much and why you want it so much. Mm. And that's not easy to see always in the moment. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I'm interested to see where this conversation goes. I, I don't really know. I feel like this is one of those ones where it's like, I need to hear it as much as anyone else. Um, but I'm a part of it. So I'm just going to be riding along shotgun with you trying to figure out where, where do we take this? Because I do like, I want to, in spite of what goes on in the world, you know, I want to keep coming back to my true North. I don't want this stuff to suck me away out to sea, you know, into nowhere land and just be like, what's the fucking point of being alive? Cause this fucking sucks. It blows like, you know, this, it, everything seems terrible. People are horrible, blah, blah, blah. You know, it can go down that road very easily. You think for any of us. Mm -hmm. um, so in not getting sucked out into that storm, that sea or however you want to look at it, right. It's like, how do I keep redirecting myself or directing myself back to what I want to do, how I want to live my life, where I want to go with it and, and what I want to give attention and focus and energy you know, and not letting these things that are clearly trying to demand my attention, energy, and focus that I don't want to give it to, but they, they really like, they, they can be annoyingly obsessively there, you know, in your world. 
um, whether you like it or not. And you have to learn somehow how to either tune it out or deal with it and carry on, which is challenging. So in spite of that, what are we going to do? I mean, that's an interesting, it's an interesting direction we're, we're going today. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I think that, um, one thing that's presenting itself to me at this moment is, you know, what is kind of a fundamental function of art, you know, and, and trying to extend that beyond just the realm of, of art, but as far as, as human beings, um, because art is so much about what it is to be human. Um, and one of those functions, which we've talked about many times on the show is, is connection. Art, truly great art is something that connects us and finds those threads that kind of cut through all of the noise and all of the bullshit um, and says like, and, and brings us to a place where we can kind of see eye to eye. And, and I think that that carries with it kind of part of the, the, the issue that comes up and this might go down a bit of a philosophic rabbit hole, but um, it's this whole thing of, of, I think for one, we can look at this thing of like the world, oh, the world, the world, the world, and feel so alone and apart from it. And I think that that's part of the issue is like, okay, but how do we reconnect with it in a meaningful way where we're bringing something positive, you know, where we recognize ourselves as part of this place. Um, and because I think that the only way for us to actually say something or do something meaningfully is through that, is through that, um, that sort of accepting it, you know, that, that was something that occurred to me before we got into, you know, decided to launch into this conversation before, which is, you know, sometimes we have to accept the world as it is, you know, with all of the things that, that come with it. And that includes a lot of these unpleasant things. And I think that, you know, there's no, what will you do despite it all in, unless, we accept where the world is actually at, not where we think it should be or, you know, not, not in those oughts and whatever it is, but where it actually is. And I think that within that lies where we can find meaning and where we can find our calling, where we can find expression that we can give in, in at least our corner of the world, um, where we can, where we can do something that matters in a kind of way. So mm. I think that that's, um, yeah, I think I, I said a number of things in there, I, I guess. <laughs> um, Brandon, you got any thoughts on any of that? Well, I think you bring up some good points about like, you know, accepting the world where it is. And, and maybe we can talk about that for a sec. Yeah. Cause I do think that there is, we all struggle with that a little bit. Like the world, if only the world was like this, it, it ought to be like that. You know, um, we have these ideas on what would, you know, make things good and, and, and solve these problems and challenges. And 
I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we really don't know what the right answer is to a lot of things. You know, everything is in a lot of ways, trial and error through life. You know, we're trying to work it out and figure it out. And um, I think one of the things that is important, and I'm trying to remind myself of this, is expand your mind to try to understand why do things exist that maybe you don't understand. I mean, there is a, uh, you know, there is a kind of a presentation in our culture that crime is bad crime in general or being a criminal or being outside the law is bad but in certain scenarios it's actually what good is good is being outside the law the criminals are actually the good ones when the criminals run the world you know what i mean um and you know you can look at you can look at north america for that and you can see it in certain ways with like the bankers and the financial system but you can look at some of these other countries where um you can see that they have corrupt governments and the good people are actually considered criminals in some ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, why am I bringing this up? Well, I'm bringing this up because sometimes, you know, everything isn't so black and white. It isn't so obvious. Um, you know, sometimes the, and, and I think quite often, sometimes the issue is that when trying to do something good, we end up doing something mis- unmistakably unmistakable <laughs> i don't even know how to say that word mistakenly? i don't think it's unmistaking i think it's like you do something mistakenly i think would not yeah well i guess so yeah, uh, yeah sure <laughs> you know whatever but it we'll ends up being, this like you think you're doing good and you end up causing a problem you know like um uh, it, it happens and, and and we're the thing is is like i think one of the things to try to make peace with is that you know for the most part, people are trying to do their best. And, you know, parents, like there's this term, they call them helicopter parents, where parents float around their children all the time and make sure that they never face any adversity or any challenges or whatever. And unfortunately, you know, that is a concept that actually ends up making very weak, fragile, victim-y type adults, because what happens is they never learned the easy lessons that were difficult as a child and they have to learn the difficult lessons, the difficult way as an adult, which is brutal. Because when you're a kid and you learn a hard lesson, you you know, and you, especially if you have good parents and good siblings, um, you end up kind of having them there to help you. But when you become an adult, you don't always have the family that's close to you, looking after you, protecting you. So like um, what you actually want to do is you want people to face adversity but you want them to do it under a kind of protective, watchful eye where you let them go as far as they can go into adversity without leaving them a totally adrift and, and screwed, right? Like, so that they learn how to deal with adversity. They learn how to deal with their emotions and their challenges, but they're not so far off that like it could cause permanent damage or, 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 or very bad things. Um, so, and it's difficult, right? Because like, we obviously want to keep each other safe or we want to keep ourselves safe, or at least we want to keep the people close to us safe. But in some ways in protecting people, we end up harming them. Um, another example of that I can give is telling the truth about something. 
you know, someone says, do you like this meal I made? And you go, yeah, yeah, it's good, but you don't really like it. Or there's an issue and you, and you, it's too salty. It's too sweet. It's too something, or it's not enough something. Right. And instead of telling them the truth, you try not to hurt their feelings because you want them to feel like you want them. Maybe you're trying to express that you're grateful and you don't want, you want them to have confidence, but in some ways you end up sending them off into the world, not being as capable as they could be had you told them the truth. And so you know, the truth is, um, can be a delicate thing. It's like how much tact we have in telling the truth, you know, and being honest and being real with each other. Right. But sometimes we lie to protect each other. The problem is, is like, you know, it probably sounds like I'm going off onto something, but the problem is, is what ends up happening is you end up, um, facing the reality a lot harder had the person who cared about you just told you the truth, it would have been a more gentle way to find out as opposed to maybe you don't even know, like say you're an artist and you go like, you know, like, like you have an acting teacher that just wants you to feel good. And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, you did a great job. You did a great job. You did a great job. Then you go in the real world and you can't get a part. And then you, you put all your money and energy into this acting career and it's not working out for you. And you don't know why. And you keep thinking back to your teacher who said, well, everything was good. So why aren't they seeing it as good? But really the acting teacher needed to tell you, no, like what's happening here is this is not honest. This is not real. Something here is not coming off as genuine. And that might hurt your feelings in the moment, but it would serve you more and give you a better chance at having a career had you just, um, you know, had you just heard the truth early. Right. And so, um, you, you know, like, I guess I'm kind of a little bit off topic, but my point is, is that when we're navigating through challenges in our life, sometimes it's because we never got what we needed when we were younger. You know, we never got the truth. We never got the care. We never got the guidance. And now like, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to deal with that? Cause you could be a victim to it. Right. I guess this is what brings it all around for me, Evan, is I always say this on the podcast and this is just something that was ingrained to me as a young person. And I, I really believe in it, but just whenever you have the choice, never choose the victim mentality. And it's, you can, you can sometimes be a victim to things. Don't get me wrong, but don't choose the mentality of the victim. And I think for me, why this conversation came up is because I was feeling in victim, victim mentality. Oh man, like life's pointless. What's the fucking point? You know, I was feeling like that before, you know, this last couple of weeks have been a little challenging. There's been some stuff come up, but I recognize that. And sometimes I'm not able to get out of it right away, but I know that I don't want to be there, even though I don't know how to get out of it always. And I think that's a good piece of advice to pass on to anybody because the victim is just going to become cynical and beaten down, but the champion is going to go, what am I going to do in spite of the fact that this sucks or this hurts or this is stressful or anxious or whatever, you know, is going on. Right. And, and, and as we're even doing this conversation, I'm, I'm, I'm literally working through that myself with my own stuff that's been coming up recently, you know, because it's a, it's a, it's a constant thing. It's not like you do it once and then you're done. You know, you're going to have moments in life where you just feel a victim to the world and you feel a victim to circumstances or things or people or whatever. And you're not always going to just have the, the tools yet to know how to sort that one out. You know, um, mm -hmm. one last thought. For me, if it's something I can 
personally control, I tend to find it very easy not to be in the victimhood, but it's when it's something that I can't control. It's something that's out of my realm of control. I can't do anything about it. It just is what it is. You know, um, someone dies, the government makes a rule you don't like, whatever, you know, you, you figure out your own thing and you can't do anything to change it. You can't, you can't physically or literally change what has happened. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you have to figure out how am I going to, how am I going to go through and not be a victim or someone hurts you? How am I going to go forward and not let this define my life? You know, I'm going to rise above it. That, that can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, rem- it reminds me of, you know, the, the, like the, the prayer from Alcoholics Anonymous, um, which is, um, you know, there's that, that part of it that goes like, grant me the strength to change the things that I can and the wisdom to accept the things that I cannot. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something that's emerging from, from just this first part of this conversation is how much honesty and particularly honesty with ourselves is extraordinarily important, you know, in, in this whole, this whole picture, you know, honesty with, how you actually feel, honesty with how you actually think about what's going on, honesty with yourself in terms of where you feel actually impassioned to to act, to do, um, despite all of these things that are happening, right? That um, that can weigh us down. Um, and I also feel like just taking a moment to say, it's like, you know, that that... Very often as well, though, when we're, when we're caught in this place of like, what's, you know, we're nothing, there's nothing but bad stuff in the world. It seems to be all that we're, we're seeing is like, it isn't all that, you know, like just to remind, it's like, that's only one end of a spectrum, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no ugliness without beauty, you know, like there's it, they always go together, um, that's the only way we know one from the other. And so there's plenty of beauty to be found. And I've said this many times before, but to all, all my, uh, my avatar last airbender fans, uncle Iroh, if you look for the darkness, no, sorry. If you look for the light, you will often find it. If you look for the darkness, it's all you'll ever see. Um, and I think that sometimes that, that light, um, that light can be that thing that we can do despite it all. Yeah. You know, like what is, what is that thing? Um, you know, and for artists and artists have been doing this for years and years and years. It's like paintings and music and, and just bringing light, you know, connecting us back to a place of like, yeah, there's all of this shit that we're still figuring out, you know, as humanity, <laughs> we haven't quite got all of our shit together in all of these regards, but you know, it's art can remind us of the best parts of ourselves. You know, art can remind us of, of what's good in us, you know, and, and now it's making me think of our last podcast that we did um 
the artist wisdom series on Frederick Frederick Buchner, but you know, like the these these beautiful parts of who we are as a humanity and art can redirect us to that place um within all of that that you know despair that can that can come up with the things that are going wrong and it's not an ignorance it's not an uh you know just neglecting the things that are wrong it's i think that it has to come with Great art is a wholehearted acceptance of the way that things are, you know, and that's what makes this whole thing of despite that so incredible, so powerful, so moving, um, because it says something about who we are as human beings, you know, and, and it's, that's often a theme that's been played at in so many of the great stories of, of all time. It's just like, yeah, we're human beings. We're kind of a beautiful fucking mess, <laughs> you know, and the, like we're kind of a beautiful mess. Like we're just, we are capable of such horrible things and we are capable of things so beautiful and incredible and, and unselfish it, that, that it's just, it's, it's hard to believe that it even exists, you know, but it's there, you know, it's in us and it calls to us. And, and I think that that's, um, that's the creative spirit. That's the, that's the artist's spirit. It's, it is, uh, it is a light in the dark, you know, and, and the artist can't be that light in the dark unless they know the dark too, mm-hmm. unless they know that it exists and they're and they're honest about that and they're truthful about it and say, yes, I see all of it and I feel all of it. And I get beaten down and, and, and depressed and by this stuff too. But as you're saying, like, but I'm not going to stay here because there's something in me that knows that this is not really the truth of who we are. This is not the final word. Mm. on who we are as human beings the final word has to do with this light that i've found and that other people have found Mm. yeah man it's you know like i think with with life it's uh you know there's all these stressors and things that we feel you know like uh we're trying to just, we're trying to just get by. We're trying to like pay the bills and, and, and take care of our responsibilities. You know, most of us, <laughs> uh, and we're, we're trying to just kind of keep things going. And then, you know, there's that other element of like, maybe you're keeping things going, but there's these things that you want and you're aspiring to, and you're trying to, you know, move towards and, uh, things in life come along and, and sometimes they, they create, really big challenges towards that or um sometimes they stop it dead in its tracks and you're like now i can't fucking do the thing i want to do i like it, it's just all of a sudden like i was working towards this thing and i was doing this thing and then all of a sudden this this new bit of um insight or awareness or law or thing came in place and now all of a sudden i can't do the thing that i was trying to do at least not the way that i was trying to do it and maybe all that work you did 
is seems like it's for naught, seems like it's for nothing, seems like it's meaningless and it doesn't add up anymore and you have to start again, or you have to find a new way and you don't know which way that is, you know, and this is, this is where character is built. You know, this is where we find out who you are and you find out who you are. And I think the thing is, is like when you're, when you're in a place of building character and you're, you're, you're trying to navigate a challenge that you don't know how to solve. Um, you're not just helping yourself. You're actually helping everybody because you're, you're, you're basically showing yourself and the rest of the world that there is a way, you know? Um, I don't know, like, uh, like I think of Sylvester Stallone right now. This is who I'm thinking about. And like, I was thinking about him getting Rocky made and all the challenges he went through and what he had to do. Um, the only reason why you know who he is is really because he got that movie made and, and he fought and, and, and just kept looking for an avenue in a way. And now his story, if you don't know it or not, um, has become an inspiration to many, many people of somebody who, um, basically would have never been invited into Hollywood as a movie star. And, you know, at one point, and it's so brutal, like at one point he sold his dog just so that he could, you know, have enough money to keep going. And then he went and bought the dog back and he paid an extraordinarily high price, you know, but this is after, you know, he, he was, he actually got some money and some things together. And it's just like, um, whether you agree with what he did, the way he did it, it, he had a champion mindset of trying to find a way, you know what I mean? And as humans trying to navigate this world, I mean, we're messy. We don't always make the right choices, but if you're fighting for something and you're trying for something and you're working towards something, it's very inspiring to everybody else to watch you figure it out, you know? Um, and, and I think like, you know, as I go through my own life, I, I try to remind myself of that, you know, like as I go through, I, I've been going through a couple of challenges this last couple of weeks, just, you know, some things that I'm like, I'm not, not quite sure how to navigate, quite figuring out how to, how to deal with and overcome. And, you know, it's important to remind myself, it's like, yeah, but figuring out a way is not only good for you, but it's inspiring to other people. You know, I've had many clients have challenges and then I can give them a solution, but that partly was probably a solution that a lot of the time that I came up with somehow in my own life. And in a lot of ways, that's what, that's, that's the reason why you want somebody in your corner who's been through some challenges because they can go like, fuck man, I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be broke. Look, if you're an artist and you have like no money and you don't know what to do and you don't even know how to eat, I've been there. I can tell you what to do and how to get through that. I figured it out. It was fucking brutal, but I figured it out. And you know what? If I was there again, I would actually be, I would probably be okay because I've been through that challenge. I faced that struggle. I know what that's like. Um, and one last thing I'll say, I remember there was a conversation I was having with a friend and I was like, in two weeks, like the shit is going to hit the fan. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have the money to figure this out. I don't have like whatever. And he said to me, he goes, I can't wait to talk to you in two weeks. And, he, and I said, why? He said, cause you're going to be the guy that figured it out <laughs> and we're going to hear what he has to say. And I was like, what a fucking inspiring yeah. <laughs> comment. You know what I mean? Like, and he was right. Cause in two weeks I figured out 
I figured it out and it was fucking brutal, but I still remember it. But I always remember what he said because there was me two weeks before and there was me the two weeks or three weeks after. And that was a different person because that person didn't fucking didn't die, didn't give up, figure out a way. Right. And now mm-hmm. that person is here today. Right. But it's very easy to forget that you once weren't that person who had to figure that out. You just, you're just in these shoes now, just living your life going, yeah, yeah, this is how life is. But it's like, no, at one point you didn't know what you're doing. You didn't know how to do it, you know? And uh, it sucked in that moment, but this is why the champions, right? This is, this is being a champion. I'm not saying like, a, like I'm a champion in, in whatever. I'm just saying like that champion mindset of, okay, I have to, I will, there's no, uh, you know, there is a way Let's find a way, you know, mm-hmm. and you get creative. I mean, I think that's what comes back to this conversation, right? You get creative. You start thinking of options that you never considered. You start thinking of ways, um, you know, you get creative and this is bottom line. Right. And that's, I think that's creativity does in a way come out of these hardships and these challenges that we're, we're kind of talking about right now. Hey everybody, this is Evan. And this episode is brought to you by my book. Yes, I recently released a book called The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft. Expand yourself as an actor and your craft through a spiritual perspective. Take a journey that will explore universal philosophies and insights to help you understand human nature in a profound way and develop practices to take your work to another level. Again, that's The Actor's Awakening, Connecting Spirituality to Craft, available on Kindle and paperback on Amazon. And as always, if you like the show, please subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting sometimes when I am in a challenging situation and, and am struggling with it, you know, I sort of call out to the universe. It's just like, let, let me just try, like, help me to try and just get through this gracefully. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know because it's like this this thing of of this recognition that it's like yeah 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 like i know i'll get through this at this point though i'm just trying to get through these things more gracefully than i have in the past you know without lamenting things so much without being um yeah i guess sort of like uh as you're saying like trapped in sort of like a a, a victim mindset about certain things and just be like this situation sucks but how can i how can i sort of expand into this is another way in which i've i've sort of heard that expressed before which is like how do you expand into these moments how do you expand into these challenges how do you expand into the problems of of the world today mm. You know, because in many ways, it's those challenges that actually show you. Mm. They're actually the thing that shows you how to expand because otherwise there would be no need for it. Yeah, right? you wouldn't need it. No, that's you, right. You wouldn't need to. Um, and I suppose it's all just in the way in which we expand into it. <laughs> you know, like, and and making that choice of... of um, who is the person that I want to be in this situation? What kind of person do I want to be despite all of this? 
you know, despite all of these things going on, do I want to be angry and cynical and destructive Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, just, just kind of another asshole in the world, (laughs) 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 so to speak, you know, it can be tempting. It can be very tempting at times, although we might not necessarily think of ourselves as being assholes, but you know, it's, um, that path can have a, a kind of allure to it. Um, but I don't think it's what one, if we're, if we're really thinking clearly, I don't think that that is what we would choose. I don't think we would choose to be asshole people in the world, just joining the pile of assholes that, you know, are getting us down, you know, cause that's really what happens. Um, or do you want to be a person who continues to look for the beauty in their lives and in the world and chooses to accept people's flaws and accept the flaws of the world and of themselves, but continue to move towards what's best in all of us, Mm -hmm. you know? That's a courageous thing to do. Yeah. It's not always an easy thing to do, but it's a courageous thing to do. And it is, and it is an important thing to do. Um, and it matters. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's, I mean, I think, I think there's a part of us that's like, well, you know, I just, I just want to do this or I just want to, have this in my life or whatever it might be like, and, you know, part of what makes a lot of the things work that you want is the hardship you face. I mean, like when I'm, one thing I've learned about friendship, for example, is that you some, in some ways really learn what a friend is or could be by finding out what a friend isn't. And that's a brutal lesson to learn. And, uh, you know, um, the snake in the grass person that pretends to be your friend that betrays that lies that cheats the steals that you know whatever the the one you trusted and then they let you down you know that shows you why it matters so much when you can actually trust somebody because i think when you're young you know like uh well i mean i shouldn't say this for everybody i'll i'll just say it for myself you know um i i came into the world as a young person mostly thinking that people were all good and that there were very, very few like kind of selfish asses out there. You know what I mean? And what I've come to find out is that actually, no, it's probably more selfish asses and kindness and really true goodness is actually a more of a rare thing. And that's why it's so special. Um, now, do I think that most people are bad by nature? No, I think they actually intend to be quite good. But what I've learned about um, betrayal and what I've learned about thievery and lying is that it's usually comes from somebody who actually tries to be quite good in their life. And the reason why they're doing it is because they don't recognize the consequences of their actions and they don't um, they actually might even be trying to do something good or 
more, more likely they're just trying to do something easy and they don't see the effect of their easy thing and how it actually costs someone else. Um, and so, you know, when you become a good friend and you learn how to recognize a good friend and build a good friend, because I think that's part of friendship as well. You actually build friendships and you help people to become better friends for you. You inspire the hard choice. You inspire people to do the thing that's a little more difficult because they recognize and they begin to see why that matters. Um, you know, uh, you know, if you can't be honest with someone because you're scared that they won't like you anymore, you're scared they won't be your friend anymore, they're not that good of a friend. That's reality that you're going to have to face at some point. And a lot of us, we, we'd rather have the illusion of a lot of friendship than we would having a true friendship. But when you start to realize, like, when you're in the hard fucking place, okay, when you're in a hard place and you have a true friend, someone who's there for you, someone that likes you when you have nothing to give them and you have nothing to offer and you're in need and they're there for you, not because they want to feel good about themselves because they actually care about you and they actually want to help you out and you needed that, you understand why you need to be that person. You understand why, um, why that matters so much because those, those friends of convenience, those friends that are just nice to have around those friends that you can't really tell the truth to, but they're good company. Those people become a nice extra, but they're not really what life is about. And this is like, this is part of the journey, right? You, you know, it's about depth and, and it's about, um, you know, it's about finding humanity and humility and all of these, these, these things that are not easy lessons to learn. Humility is a brutal lesson to learn. It's fucking rough. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what other way you can learn it, but you have to be fucking knocked down to learn it. You know, if you want to learn, if you want to learn how vulnerable you actually are, you have to, you have to experience your weakness. You have to experience your, your, your pain and your, and your, and your, um, you know, your sense of like not being overly attached to your ego. You know what I mean? And it's a brutal lesson because the ego is totally just designed there to protect you. It's totally set up to curate how you appear to other people, right? That has to be stripped away. And then when you see what you look like without this curated image, fucking brutal, but also the beginning of a spiritual awakening. You know, um, and I think like with artistry, um, you know, if you truly want to create great art, it is a spiritual awakening to some degree over and over and over again, where you get back down to your base humanity. And then when you're down there, um, you also see how you're kind of connected to everybody, which is kind of beautiful, you know, because everybody, you start to realize everybody's kind of vulnerable. Everybody Everybody wants love. Everybody feels a little lonely. Everybody feels a little not good enough. You know, everybody feels like they don't quite add up and you start to see that. And then, and then, and then there's a new level of connection you have with, with people and with yourself. And yeah, and you forget it and you get caught in your ego again and try and deal with that, you know, and this is life, right? <laughs> this, is, this is what we're all dealing with, right? We're, we're, we're trying, right? We're, but like, um, you know, that's, but I think with, with there's, there is a chance of great art in those depths. And, uh, 
you know, and, and that in spite of it all, you've reached your depth. And in spite of that, you're going to come back up from that. You're going to rise of the Phoenix and show us something that you found down in that place that you visited, you know, and you can bring it back to us and we'll go and we'll applaud you because we'll be like, thank you. Thank you. Cause I didn't, cause you went there for me and I didn't have to go there, but I get it. You know, I connect to it or I was there and no one has expressed it the way you expressed it. And now I have an understanding that I didn't have before. And these are, these are the gifts of art, right? Like, um, it's not all that, but it's partly that, you know, it's a big part of it. I think it matters. Yeah. And, you know, art is really in some ways, it's just an expression of our experience. Yeah. You know, which and I'm saying that because, you know, if you're not a person who's in an artistic modality, look, you you learn to express something somewhere you've gone, somewhere you've been and share that with people in whatever way you share that with them. And maybe it's not, you know, a hit song <laughs> on Spotify <laughs> and on the radio, but maybe it's a quiet conversation with a friend or even a stranger, you know, um, over, a over a coffee or something like that, where you just share something and it, and it just like, that's, that, that's a beautiful thing. And that's as much art as anything, you know, and, and in a, in a kind of lens that is, that is art. What, what happens there, you know, in those moments and it pays to recognize those moments you know, and to recognize the things that we have experienced and, and the places we have been um, as being possibly of value, mm. you know? Um, I mean, definitely of value, but, you know, they are possibly of value to somebody who who can draw strength, perspective, beauty, something from from your experience and your expression, no matter what way that, that comes through. Mm -hmm. So just want to add that in. Um, let's do beers and wrap this one up. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, we we're going to do a short one today. I'll go for a seven. All right. So I'm having a new one today. Ooh. This is from Hocktail Brewery and, um, it's a golden ale, clean, crisp, simple. That's what they call it. Light beer, 4%. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, it's good. It's, um, it's a tasty beer. It's like, uh, uh, you know, I've been enjoying it. Honestly, it's, it's, it's like, it's a nice light beer. I, I, I don't know if you gave me this, if I could really tell the difference between some of the other light beers I've had. Um, it doesn't have anything too distinct about it but it's nice and it's clean and crisp. And I guess that's what they were going for. Um, but it, yeah, it's been an enjoyable little, little brew for, for this and it's different. So I tried it out, but I'll, I'll try this brewery again. Cause this is a good, it's a good light beer. Um, and I think that's kind of sometimes what you want with a light beer. They called it a golden ale. I expected more flavor. Um, but to me, it's more like a, it's been a little bit more like a light lager. That's a little bit more how I've experienced it. But it's been good. It's just not quite what I thought it would be. Not as uh, distinct as I thought it might be. Anyway, not to say it's a bad thing. It's just <laughs> I had my expectations. They weren't entirely 
Matt, maybe they were irrational. <laughs> There's my beer, and that's that's how things are. Awesome. Uh, I'm having one that I probably had uh, on the podcast before. I got like a bunch from uh, good old Red Truck Beer in uh, Vancouver, and I think last week I was having I had their Paloma grapefruit wheat grapefruit ale something like that this one is uh that i'm drinking is their baja bound mexican lager so it's a lager so it's you know kind of nice light for the summer uh i like it so much more than their like original lager like their standard one this is this is great and it's like i i can't i don't quite have the palate to necessarily identify it but i'm like yeah this this has a has like a taste of sort of one of those like mexican or like you know latin american style beers that just kind of says like being in the heat being on the beach you know just something like refreshing and and has a nice something to it i i don't quite know how to describe it but it has a nice something to it um again for anyone who's potentially listening for the first time here, these aren't, uh, we're, we're not sponsored by uh, any of these. It's just part of the conversation. We started out these conversations in a craft brewery, having chats about art and life and how those things kind of come together. And, and, uh, so that's just the ongoing tradition. So support your local craft breweries <laughs> <laughs> and have, conversations with strangers and people you love get into it <laughs> that's the end of my psa yeah that's 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 the real ad that's the real advertisement it's just you know have good deep conversations with friends and you know talk about the stuff that matters uh all right well i'll wrap it up for me um yeah this has been this has been an enjoyable it's been an enjoyable little conversation i think like what i came in into this with was um, wanting to explore maybe how to, you know, how, how to just navigate life's challenges and obstacles. I, I mean, just to be like totally forthright in, in how this conversation came about was these last couple of weeks. I mean, I don't know, like there's just been some stuff going on. It's created a lot of, which is very rare for me, but it's created a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and a lot of anger. And and I'm just like, man, I'm just I'm feeling this shit. And I don't know kind of what to do with it or how to deal with it. And like, and then, you know, you, the emotion can get quite intense sometimes. And then it spurs on sometimes thoughts and you're like, and the thoughts sometimes lead to like, well, what's the fucking point? And like, like, can you just leave me alone? You know, like whatever, like that, that those thoughts come about and you're just like, okay, I know this will pass. Like there's certain wisdoms and experiences and things that I've had. I know this will pass, but like I'm in this and it, and it's persisting and I, I'm not able to seemingly just kind of rid myself of it and move on. But I think what helped me before we even came into this conversation, Evan, and I think the conversation added to it quite a bit was you, you kind of pointed out like, what are you going to do in spite of that? And I, and when I ask myself that question, it does, it recenters me and it helps me look at my North star, which is like, you know, I just want to create, 
I want to be in nature. I want to be around animals. I don't want to have good conversations with good people. And you know what? All this noise and all this stuff that's going on in the world and, you know, and these little day-to-day challenges about just taking care of responsibilities and stuff like that, that stuff doesn't really matter. You know, it's it's just noise in my life right now. And, and I'll deal with it, you know, but like, what do I want to do? I want to sit down and I want to write my screenplay that I'm working on. And, you know, I want to read my novel that I'm reading right now. And I want to connect with my students and help them do their stuff. And that's what I want to do. And like all this other shit that's going on, you know, it's temporary. It's just here now and I'm dealing with them, working through it. And so like, I guess, you know, if I was to leave anybody with anything and and myself included listening back to this, I would just say like, separate the noise from what actually matters. And when the noise is getting stressful and anxious and even making you angry, just remember that it's just noise and it's, it's, it, it doesn't really matter in the, in, in, in the, what's important in life, you know? And I think like, for me, I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to walk away from this conversation. I'm just going to go do what I care about. And you know what? Um, if I need to feel this feeling for a little while, for however long it needs to be, I'm just gonna be like, okay, I'm going to let this feeling inform me. I'm going to let it fill me with something. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to be a victim to it and I'm not going to let the thoughts that sometimes come from stress and anxiety and anger to dominate my point of view, you know, of being like salty and impatient. And, um, what's that word you used, uh, cynical, you know, cause it does make me a little bit cynical when I give into it too much. And so I just, you know, I want to push past that. I do not want to become cynical. I don't want to become short tempered. Um, even though I have been a little bit over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed that's temporary. I'm working through it, but that's not where I'm going to, that's not where the story ends. I'm in the middle of something and I'm moving through it and I'm going to choose to look at it that way because that's a more empowered way for me to deal with, you know, that's, that's me in spite of it. That's me in spite of it. And that's more me. That's more the real me. Yeah. 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 I definitely echo a lot of those, those things and, and you remind me of, I can't remember who said this quote. It's a great one, but it goes something like, you know, an, an intellectual says, says something, makes something very simple, sound very complicated. And an artist takes something complicated and makes it very simple or something like that. Um, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of things that, is related to in this conversation you know there's a lot of noise that goes on and and that we take in and it can be hard to shut it out you know like and and there's it's not impossible for us to to you know shut some of it off but you know it's it's always that balance finding like how of being still connected to the world and the things that are going on because you know we're a part of it you know, and it's an important that we are connected to it, though the ways in which we're connecting it and the ways in which we're receiving those information, that's a whole other conversation <laughs> in and of itself. But, you know, it seems like uh, many of the ways in which we take things in now um, are, are, you know, it's kind of like uh, 
it's kind of like living in a house of mirrors. You know, it's like you just, it's so hard to know what we're looking at and that confusion that that can create just from not even really being able to make sense of things half of the time. Uh, And I think that that, for me, that means like we need to come back to kind of putting our own house in order to a certain extent, you know, our own household, our own relation, uh, like the relationships that we have, the communities that we are in, that we are actively a part of and, and in, you know, because there's so much that we can't do anything about. Um, and even in the, the, the big sort of goings on in the world, uh, how can we look at all of that stuff and see ourselves in the whole, in that whole thing? How can we see ourselves even in the ugliness and the things that we hate? And can we see ourselves in that? Can we, can we see what part of it, you know, is, is, is alive in us and how can we take that and put it into something that is creative, something that brings us back together. And I can't tell you how to do that. No one can tell you how to do that, but (laughs) check in in two weeks and you'll tell me how you did it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, and, and, but you know, like that's, that's the challenge. And, and that's where so many amazing things come from. And I think it's, it's such a beautiful, noble challenge to take on that keeps us from diving into the pits of despair and, and, and an unnecessary sense of meaninglessness. Um, because there is all kinds of meaning for us to find. So let's find it in, in the things that truly matter to us and in the things that matter for us to do. Thank you for listening in on our conversation today. We hope you found something helpful that you can carry forward with you. Head over to our website, wayoftheartist.com for more free exclusive material and learn about the show. If you haven't already, please support us by subscribing to the show, sharing it with people you know, and keeping compassionate, creative conversation going.